This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 2 Peter. Bible is clear that we're saved from destruction and damnation, not by anything we do, but by God's grace through faith. What that means is that when you acknowledge that you're not perfect and that you need God's forgiveness and you need God's help, because He loves you and has made a pardon available to you, He puts His own spirit inside of you when you come to Him like that. He makes you alive. He births you into His family. Have you ever wondered if you have done enough to escape God's judgment when that day comes? Scripture states that you can never do enough to earn salvation, but it is only given by grace through faith. Today, Pastor Robert speaks on the spiritual transformation that takes place when you acknowledge your need for a Savior. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. ever felt yourself um, just spiritually dry and discouraged, so desolate that you couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel? I think a lot of us have. I have. Moments when the seemingly relentless stresses and disappointments threatened to completely bury me in despair. You know, when I found myself asking the same question that millions of others have asked over the centuries, why don't you do something, God? There's an old saying that the night is often darkest right before the dawn. Look with me at 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willfully forget, that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of water and in the water by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance." You know, whether it's good or bad, your present circumstances are not the full picture. God has done something, 
And He is doing something, even now. In this passage, we're given three facts to remember. First, God has spoken to us repeatedly about His plans. He has spoken to us repeatedly about His plans for us and for planet Earth and for all of humanity. In verse 1, the Apostle says, I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Now, it, it becomes clear in the rest of the chapter what Peter's talking about. He's talking about God's promises to balance the books and eliminate evil. He's talking about judgment day. He makes it really, really clear. That's what he's pointing to. The prophets of old wrote about it, he says, and, and the apostles admonish us to be ready for it. What, what does it mean to be ready for judgment day? I mean, how can I be sure that I'm ready to face the only perfect judge? The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. He said, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you've heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes in athletics, he's not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Now, I wanted to read this whole thing in context, but I want to draw you back to the very beginning of what Paul said to Timothy. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong in the grace. David Gusick has written a whole book on this subject. Excellent book on the subject of grace. The Bible is clear that we're saved from destruction and damnation, not by anything we do, but by God's grace through faith. What that means is that when you acknowledge that you're not perfect and that you need God's forgiveness and you need God's help, because He loves you and has made a pardon available to you, He puts His own Spirit inside of you when you come to Him like that. He makes you alive. He births you into His family. And that act on His part sets you free to follow His guidance and not be held captive by your own flawed appetites and attitudes. It's so important that you and I, you know, we who are His children, we who know Him and have been forgiven by Him, that we remember that the only thing that separates us from the world around us who doesn't know Him is the fact that we have His Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and instruction and guidance. And they don't. I have to remind myself on a regular basis that all the things that disgust me today and frustrate me today with the people, you know, out in the world around, I did all those things. Nearly every single thing that you could accuse anybody out there of doing, I've done. And I have to say, the ones I didn't do, I seriously considered doing. We need to remember, the Bible says all have sinned. Every single human being is broken and flawed, corrupted by sin. The power of God's presence within you, filled with love and affection for you, enables you to make choices which are in harmony with His perfect plan for your life and, and for His creation. That's grace. Gusick points out that many professors have failed 
miserably because they've presented grace as something impersonal, like the power of God or the, something that, that really has no connection almost to God Himself. You know, I, I thought about it many years ago. I taught on the subject of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We were in Denmark. And um, I was teaching at my sister-in-law's church one Sunday. And, and I felt real strongly that the Lord wanted me to, to remind that church, I guess you could say rebuke them. You get right down to it. Which they didn't receive very well. But the anointing of the Holy Spirit is not like this little tiny bottle of oil which we use to symbolize the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because you see... This little bottle of oil is is just that. It can bottle it. We can pass it around, right? It's a substance that there's nothing personal about this. But what the Bible teaches is that when God anoints you with His Spirit, what He's doing is pouring Himself upon you. It's Him. The grace of God, which we often have talked about, is God's unmerited favor. You know, it's the, it's the favor of God which none of us deserves. That's true. It's just not complete. Because as Gusick points out, the favor of God, the grace of God is rooted and grounded in His affection for you. And we talk about God's love. How often do we talk about His affection? There's nothing impersonal about God's grace. It's it's His powerful affection for His children. There's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids. Nothing. There's there's nothing I wouldn't do to keep them safe. It's within my power, whatever it took. And we all, as parents and grandparents... You all get that. There's no question in my mind you understand exactly what I'm talking about. We forget to apply that to the perfect, the only perfect parent. See, that, just that that's built into every one of us as parents and, and grandparents, he built it in there. And it's an expression of who he is. He loves you more than that. He's just that devoted to you. And when we talk about grace... That's what we're talking about. It's the power of that affection. It's the the expression of that love. It's His divine favor. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The name of our broadcast is Our Heart's Desire, to keep the main thing the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of 2 Peter. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. 
That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of 2 Peter and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.